Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. I'm Thomas Miller, and in this episode, we're going to build on what we talked about in the last episode, the listener question about eclipses. This episode's going to be a little different from the ones we've done before. This one is going to be more about current events. And you don't have to go far to realize that things are in some kind of turmoil in our world today. And however you see things from whatever lens and viewpoint you perceive, we are going to try to periodically step in and at least advise what the chart is indicating from Robert's interpretive perspective. And we realize that in doing so, even maybe the littlest thing might be perceived as one perspective or another. Just realize that we are trying as diligently as possible to just say what the chart says and then let you decide how you see it from there. And we're human and we may not hit the mark all the time, but just know that we're trying. Here in 2022, the next eclipse then, if you want to follow along, there will be a chart link in the notes. But if you would like to cast one and follow along on your own charting software, it will be October 25th, 2022. Greenwich, England is, or Greenwich, United Kingdom is the location. The time there is 11.49 a.m. local time, and you'll get the chart that we're looking at. So, Robert, here is a partial, not total, partial solar eclipse in the sign of Scorpio. Two degrees is where it occurs. What do you see here? Well, this is an important eclipse, Thomas, and it's followed by the November 8th eclipse. So both of these eclipses, for the United States anyway, occur preceding the midterm elections in this country. And this is a critical eclipse. It's a turning point eclipse. It's in fixed signs, Scorpio and Taurus. And at the same time, Saturn is in a fixed sign, Aquarius, forming a T-square to this eclipse. So this becomes one of those crucial eclipses, as we will see, that affects virtually every area of life, uh, including basic economic security, food, shelter. We can already see what's happening with the prices of gasoline, the prices of food, the prices of essentials, the prices of housing, and so on. This eclipse will force the world to deal with issues that we're all reluctant to deal with because they demand fundamental changes in how we govern our nations and the world to care for all of the 7 billion and now approaching 8 billion people on the planet. And it can be, it's, it's not the easiest eclipse to read or to look at because there are, in, when you're involved with a Scorpio solar eclipse here, the archetype of the sign itself is about death and rebirth. And this is another stage in an epical turning point in human history where we are being forced by events, sometimes tragic events, for example, the Ukraine. We are forced now to look at the collective effects of everything that governments do wherever they are. Putin thought that he could start this Ukraine war and take over the country in a matter of days. And then he thought maybe a matter of weeks. Now that war has ramified all around the world, 
and has resulted in shortages of shipping and computer chips available for cars and other things. So that uh, this this one decision on Putin's part has now affected the global economy. Russia's economy itself, according to Bloomberg, is now set back by about 15 years, even if the war ended tomorrow. So that's what this eclipse is looking at. These are life or death matters when Scorpio is involved. So we're going to see that kind of extremes, I think, as a result of these two eclipses. Now, eclipses always come in pairs. So the next one in 2022 and the last one in 2022 will be November 8th, and the chart that we have set up is November 8th, 2022, 11.01 a.m., Greenwich, England, if you would like to cast your own. So, an, an aspect like this, this is the opposition of the sun and the moon with the earth in the middle. So, the earth is going to cast its shadow on the moon in this eclipse. But basically, this is a realization of the previous eclipse in October. The first, the one in October, the, the solar eclipse is a conjunction. It's the beginning of something. The realization of that something comes a month later with this eclipse. So both of these eclipses then reverberate for forever, forever in this country and in the world. So we have, for example, great threats of political violence in this country threats of assassination in this country, threats to the constitution in this country. This uh, November eclipse is a realization of what has happened under that October solar eclipse. You know, another thing with this Scorpio Taurus eclipse on November 8th, first of all, it occurs around the time of the midterm elections in the United States. So those are likely to be fraught with a lot of the contentious elements that I've already talked about. The other thing, though, with Taurus and Scorpio, and of course this applies to the whole world, these sign archetypes, Taurus is, in cookbook astrology, the money sign. That's the economy. Scorpio is cookbook astrology, again, other people's money. So this eclipse on November the 8th has the the same explosive potentials for the global economy. And part of this, I think, is due to the ongoing conflict situations, for example, in the Ukraine. And if, if Putin wants to expand his war into Lithuania, as he's talking about, uh, NATO is already involved. The United States is already involved shipping uh, arms and money to Ukraine and so on. Uh, there is this potential for that war to expand, just as World War II did. Uh, we, the United States, tried to stay out of that as long as it could, and the world is a different place now than it was in the 1940s. We are all interconnected to a degree that we never were then. So this eclipse chart uh, presages economic calamities, for lack of a better word. Uh, the one thing that I want to emphasize, too, in this eclipse chart is that it, it trines and sextiles Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, which is the saving grace, really, in, in, in Pisces, which implies um, a sort of 
I guess, arising out of the calamities or emergencies or critical situations comes a greater awareness of we have got to get together and negotiate and form some treaties. Treaties have, have to do with Jupiter, for example. And in Pisces, along with uh, Neptune on the date of this eclipse, trining the Taurus planets in the eclipse and, and, and sextile, excuse me, trining the Scorpio planets and sextiling the Taurus planets in the eclipse. That's a positive part of this. At the same time, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in this eclipse squares Mars, the old god of war. So um, it's not that this is the end of the world or anything, but for example, in Britain, we have Queen Elizabeth at a very advanced age so that around this eclipse may come news about her or her health or perhaps even her passing, but more likely perhaps would be her turning over the reins to her son for a time. So that's one thing that can be happening. But this global economy situation can get critical. Uh, I'm just reading this morning that Lake Mead in outside of Las Vegas is continuing to drop. Uh, this doesn't happen tomorrow, but the Water levels in Lake Mead have never been this low since it was first filled. And that affects the entire western part of the United States. Five states and Mexico, or four states in Mexico, get water from the Colorado River and, and so on. And it simply can't provide for the population anymore. So this is going to be part of that calamitous, these calamitous developments, things like famines, and this is global, this is not just limited to the United States. Uh, so all of these economic pressures are building up. Russian's economy is in the tank. So this can only exacerbate things if there are no treaties and, and that war and other skirmishes around the world are not contained or, or stopped. And then you get into the areas like the stock market and so on, the Bitcoin currency, which is also tanking. Uh, so it's a, it's a brave new world on these fronts, but you can expect things like food shortages, high, high sky high food prices uh, and commodities, uh, food and water. All of these things are reaching a critical mass here. And this November eclipse highlights that. And, when I realized that this is right around the, the time of the midterms. And so around these midterms, given all of these controversial factors and the continuous and es escalating threats of violence surrounding these midterm elections, uh, I think we can expect to see all of those things rise to the fore too. So it, it sounds dire, and yet this is a part of this sort of critical era that humanity is in, I think. And I, I just wanted to touch on those things so that people don't think that uh, we've ignored this particularly important point. Well, thank you, Robert, even for the tough love, for the tough conversations, because our ears need to hear them, our soul needs to hear. We certainly don't want you to be surprised, but we also want to acknowledge that there are two sides to every coin. Especially almost every day, we talk about both sides, and we talk about the positive side 
over on the Fun Astrology Podcast. We'd love to have you join us over there. And in the future, the positive sides of things coming will also not be forgotten here either. We promise that. But there are aspects and solar arc alignments that over the next several years we feel a responsibility to let you know in the most responsible way possible. If you would like to talk to Robert about your own chart, how you do that is in the show notes. Also a link to our Discord group where the conversation continues. And if you like what you hear from Robert Glasscock, he has four books right now on Amazon. They are all Kindle books, and those are available also in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Old Soul, New Soul with Robert Glasscock. Robert Glasscock.